We believe that all men are created equal. The magnificent mosaic that is America. Radio beacon to radio beacon. We hesitate even to bring you these pictures because they're so awful, but it's <laughs> happening and you should see what it looks like. These are protesters. This is the mob outside Justice Samuel Alito's <laughs> home in Virginia. They're disgusting. We'll continue to monitor that throughout the hour. <laughs> This is the mob. They're disgusting. Okay, I, I'm going to show you the same exact thing he showed you, but I'm going to show you maybe 20 more seconds, okay? Here's the mob. Thank you. Thank you. They, uh, they're disgusting. <laughs> It was a silent protest. Yeah, is what it was. I, honestly, the, 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 the brazen lion, is that allowed in uh, the religion? Is that allowed? I don't know if that's allowed. I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, bearing false witness against your neighbor is allowed. I'm not sure, uh, but uh, this is what they're doing. They're, they're, they're literally calling people who are peacefully and silently protesting or people who are protesting with a little bit of chanting, a little bit of chanting, well, now that can get annoying, but it certainly isn't January 6th territory. It certainly isn't the violent mob territory. It certainly isn't, uh, you know, beating police officers with uh, flagpoles that say Blue Lives Matter territory. It certainly isn't uh, Oath Keepers territory where, you know, we're waiting for your order, sir. We're over here in, uh, you know, like uh, the Holiday Inn with, uh, you know, automatic weapons and rounds of ammunition and, uh, you know, everything but tanks the nerve of them it's just so incredibly disingenuous and it's just so easily fact-checked but there are people who believe they believe that they're supposed to be anti-choice because since jerry falwell's day the paul weirichs of the world the religious right glommed on to an issue that wasn't your issue. You didn't care. I, I, can't, I can't say this often enough uh, to my evangelical Christian listeners, to the people who watch Fox News re as if that was a religion, religiously, right? Um, that you're being lied to. They, they are bearing false witness. They are, you know, telling you that this has always been your issue. You were always, it's not true. It never was true. This is an outgrowth of a segregation case. Yes, segregation. I, I can't tell you how many times I, I have explained this to people who never heard it before and say, I did not know that. Well, that changes everything. Well, it ought to. It ought to change everything because you had no beef with women prior to Bob Jones University. Yes, that it was, it was uh, you know, a, a Christian school in Mississippi. It's always Mississippi. And then it infected Bob Jones University, Jerry Falwell's uh, segregated university. And what is it? It's the IRS. It, it, it is the burden of having to pay taxes because you are not a charitable organization if you refuse 
to desegregate your schools. And that is where the right-wing lunatics started freaking out and started, you know, looking around for an issue. And the issue of segregation wasn't playing well with Christians because Christians had learned and lived long enough to understand that it wasn't a thing for them. It wasn't uh, something that they would get rid of, let's say, Jimmy Carter over. And that's when this started. Jimmy Carter. Now, I got to tell you, Jimmy Carter is, is, and I'm lucky enough to have talked to him one time, one time. Now, uh, you know, I know him through a friend, a very good friend. And he's a, a really wonderful, amazing man. And so is Rosalind Carter. They are both evangelical Christians, as you know. And so the evangelical right was the evangelical left. They loved Jimmy Carter because Jimmy Carter was an evangelical. And he has proven throughout his life to be one of the most devout Christian uh, actors in political life. He has literally demonstrated what it means to him to be a Christian by building homes with Habitat for Humanity for people who have lost their homes. I mean, he he is the original evangelical president. When Ronald Reagan wanted to be president, Ronald Reagan couldn't figure out how he was going to pick off evangelical voters. Now, he tried to play the segregation issue. Remember when Ronald Reagan first announced that he was running for president, he was still, you know, promoting the evangelical, uh, he was still promoting the uh, segregation issue, thinking that it would be attractive to Christian voters, and it wasn't. But he kicked off his uh, campaign, what, in uh, Philadelphia, Mississippi, right? Uh, which was a bastion of hatred. It was a bastion of segregation, and he did it on purpose. But it didn't play. It didn't play. It didn't get them anywhere. It didn't get Reagan anywhere because Jimmy Carter was an evangelical Christian. And uh, Ronald Reagan had been a Democratic governor of California. And in 1967, Ronald Reagan made abortion in one of the most far-reaching pro-choice bills that he signed as a Democratic governor in California in 1967. That was pre-Roe. So that wasn't his issue at all. He didn't have an issue with it nor did anybody on the right have an issue with abortion. So here's how it started, okay? Here's how it started. In May 1969, a group of African-American parents in Holmes County, Mississippi, sued the Department of the Treasury because three new whites only K through 12 private academies applied for tax exempt status. And these African American parents argued successfully that securing full tax exempt status by promoting discriminatory policies meant that they could not consider themselves charitable institutions. The school was founded in response to Brown versus Board of Education in 1954 
But in 1969, that was the first year of desegregation. And the number of white students who were enrolled in public schools in Holmes County, Mississippi, dropped from 771 to 28. The following year, 1970, the number of African-American students, I mean, the number of uh, white students enrolled in public schools in Holmes County dropped to zero. And so these private academies started promoting to these parents who did not want their children going to school with African-Americans that they could go to private schools. They could separate their children, but they had to pay. And these private academies were so greedy and so ugly that not only did they want the parents to pay for the education because they were a private school, but they also wanted on the back end tax-exempt status. And so there was a case, Green versus Kennedy. Green was the Secretary of the Treasury at the time. And in January 1970, the plaintiffs, the African-American parents in Holmes County, Mississippi, won an injunction. And that denied segregation academies tax-exempt status until further review. In the meantime, the government was solidifying its position on such segregated schools. And President Richard Nixon ordered the IRS to enact a new tax policy denying tax exemptions to all segregated schools in the United States under Title VI of the Civil Rights Act, which forbids racial segregation and discrimination. That became the issue for the far right. That's when they started getting involved. 